Today's podcast session is supported by Uphill. So if you ask a therapist who's doing clinical work what the bane of their existence is, usually progress notes are in the top one to two. I'm not naming any names, but when I was doing clinical work, I remember I had several colleagues who would get so backed up on clinical notes, so they would end up spending their nights and weekends trying just to catch up. Honestly, who wants to do that? And this is where Appeal comes in. Appeal is AI-powered case notes. Now, I know for many of us, when we hear the word AI, we're, there's like a natural skepticism. And honestly, I had that skepticism as well until I got to meet with the Appeal team and learn about some of the many ways that they are doing this in a way that is HIPAA compliant and also doesn't sell data to anyone and also protects our clients as well. You can learn more about Uphill and the awesome work that they're doing in the world uh, by going to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Uphill. And Uphill is uh, spelled U-P and then H-E-A-L, all one word. And at checkout, be sure to enter the promo code COUCH25, C-O-U-C-H, and the number 25 to get 25% off your Uphill plan for the first two months. Hello, hello. Welcome to session 314 of Selling the Couch. I hope that you're doing well. So today's podcast session is a topic and actually just a season of life that I'm navigating, which is trying to find what enough is as an entrepreneur. My guest today is my friend Carrie Nola. It's been a couple of years since I've had Carrie on the podcast. I can't even believe that. Sorry again, Carrie. Uh, was completely uh, oversight on my part. And but you know, every time Carrie and I get to have a conversation, we've you know we've become friends offline. We try to check in with each other at least once every other month. We're actually now getting on you know just a forty-five minute call just to see how we're doing, just to like genuinely connect as friends and and support one another. Today's podcast was actually inspired by one of the most recent conversations that we had, which is this question of enough, right? Like, how do we figure out how big we want to get our businesses? How do we figure out what our revenue goals are? I think this resonates for many of us, which is we are very creative and ambitious people. And this thing that I have struggled with is what were like former goals and stuff that I had thought was like enough have once I kind of reach it, there's this tension that I feel of like, okay, maybe I should keep going. And thus far, I would say like they have been like in alignment, like I do want to keep intentionally building. But to be completely honest, like actually that's not fully accurate. So I think there's been seasons of life where I have, in hindsight, I was like making decisions out of fear and launching things. And I wasn't always like self-aware, but I think in like this season of life, I'm becoming more aware. And the thing I'm really now thinking about for my, for SDC is, you know, we have fortunately three sort of flagship offers that are doing really well in terms of sales, but and, you know, we have our Healthcasters podcasting course, online course goal, which is a live cohort. And then we have our online income mastermind. And the thing I'm trying to figure out and navigate is what does it look like? I mean, like, do I want to keep doing all three of these things, especially 
you know, our little one starting school. I want to be more active in school, in her schooling and activities and all of that stuff. And, you know, we've got aging parents and all of these different challenges that are on the horizon. And I just realized, like, I got to really start examining this because, you know, I love, I love small business. I love STC. I love serving our field in this way. And I have other responsibilities and things I have to think about both in the short term and the long term. And what does all of that look like? And so Carrie and I are talking all about that. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. Uh, We're going to dive into what enough is, why so many clinicians, practically we can tell clients like, hey, having more stuff or having more wealth isn't going to make you happy. But then it doesn't always translate over when we become small business owners. And how do we sort of navigate that divide? And then uh, Carrie's going to go into how she sort of thinks about building her products and services and sort of the internal states that she tries to get to before she makes any sort of decisions. I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. I try to just, especially with all these episodes, I try to be open and honest. And especially on this one, I went a little bit deeper into some of the struggles that I've had as well. So here's my conversation with Carrie Nola from CarrieNola.com. If you are thinking about creating an online course, I know that many of us may be thinking about that right now in the midst of the pandemic and in a post-pandemic world, whether it's just to diversify our income uh, beyond therapy work or uh, just to feel like we have a bigger message to share and we want to be able to share that in a different way. Uh, beyond just our geographic area. If all of that sounds awesome and you've been thinking about creating an online course, I just wanted to invite you to download the free A to Z online course guide. Uh, I launched my first online course back in 2015 to a $297 first sale. And through a lot of just hard work and uh, a lot of trust in colleagues to purchase the course, we've now had over 275 of our colleagues purchase the Healthcasters podcasting course. And I've learned a ton about what it takes to launch, grow, and scale a podcasting course and a course in, uh, in general. And uh, that guide just has a lot of helpful information to help you get started. We're also launching something called Online Course School. This is a live cohort experience. So meaning that this isn't like a digital course on courses, although eventually it will have that. But this is more of a live experience where we therapists can gather over the course of six to eight weeks. And what I will do is I will teach you everything that I know about how to launch and grow a successful online course. We'll start with your idea and how to validate your online course. We'll then work through what your lessons and modules and all of those different things will look like. We'll actually take time and and actually do exercises to get those down. We'll come up with your course title and your subtitle uh, in a way that your students are excited to want to purchase that course. And then we'll talk about actually how to record and market your course as well. And you'll be joined with others in community and you'll have an accountability buddy and a bunch of really awesome stuff. And uh, if any of that sounds awesome, I encourage you to download again the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. So we'll get right to today's session. Hey, Carrie, welcome back to Selling the Couch. Hey, Melvin, thanks for having me back. It's crazy. We were talking about this the other week. 
I didn't realize it had been multiple years since you were on the podcast. Because I mean, we talk pretty frequently, you know? Uh, and now I think we've gotten to a schedule where we actually like check in on one another and actually do like a proper old school phone call, you know? Yes, uh, we do. <laughs> it yeah. felt like we were podcasting, but actually we were having personal calls. So yes. Nobody yes. could hear them. Yes, absolutely. But it's funny that that call inspired this conversation because I think we're both in seasons of life where we're trying to figure out like what is our enough mm. um, as business owners and not just from like a financial perspective, but also from like how, what does our team look like and how big do we want to grow our team? And, you know, I remember like we were talking, we were like, we should have a conversation about this. And so I'm, I'm super grateful for you, uh, for your heart and just the fact that we get to have this conversation because I mean, I know you share this, which is, I think we're both trying to figure this out, you know, and trying to navigate this. And and sometimes I think having to make these like countercultural decisions, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, where everything is like build, build, build and more, more, more kind of thing, you know? Absolutely. It can be so seductive is a word that often comes up for me, like tempting to grow and I think you and I share the sentiment that bigger isn't always better in the sense of team and more money. And just it's funny because one of my brand terms is thank you more, please. But it's not always more in the way that we think. It could be more peace, more ease, more grace, more authenticity, more truth. Right. So when I, I am often talking about abundance, but I think we can be confused about what abundance actually is. It's not just our financial resources. It's our energy. It's our time. It's the bandwidth, that the abundance of bandwidth and liberation that we have to live the life that we are called to live and serve at the same time. And what's that balance? Yeah, and absolutely. And I think one of the things that I've been realizing is that looks different for everyone, right? And it even actually looks different depending on what season of life you're in, right? Absolutely. And I love that you said it looks different for everyone because that's been my pet peeve with some of the coaching and mentoring that I see is it's dangerous when we put everyone in one category and we give a cookie cutter formula because yes, while those steps in different seasons and at different moments may make sense and they could even help somebody grow or to have more, but is that more aligned with the season and the personality and the energy of that particular therapist, entrepreneur, healer, right? And I think those are important questions that we need to be asking. And as clinicians, as business owners, and as we're helping others to cultivate those things, um, are we asking the right questions to get to where they're meant to be? Yeah, absolutely. When we were starting, you know, I, I said, you know, hey, I wanted to like pick your brain on this question and, and maybe we can like sort of start here, which is I feel like as therapists, all of us know, right, like having more stuff and having things bigger. I mean, we, we share this all the time with our clients, right? That is not always going to lead to contentment and happiness, right? Yes. But, and you use the word seduction and may, I think that is such a great word when we become therapist business owners, and especially as we start having some success, there is this weird tension. I mean, I have struggled with it. I struggle with it of like, you're like, oh my gosh, this is working, right? Like maybe I need it 
something else or I need to make this bigger. I mean, this is something, just to even be fully transparent, because we talked about this, this is what I'm navigating with this new mastermind we started, right? Because there's clearly a need, right, to create a space for therapists that are moving to online income. But I'm also balancing this thing of like, how much is enough for me, you know? Absolutely. And I just talked about this with a client this week. She was talking about wanting to grow in some way. And I said, I am in full support of that. And and yes, let's talk about it. And I want to start with why. Where is that desire to grow coming from? Is that what is meant for you and this season? Is that what you saw somebody else doing? So you felt like you had to do it? Have you reached a level of fullness and fulfillment and satisfaction in your practice? And now you're looking for the next thing. Like, do we know how to just enjoy what we've built and let that be enough? Sometimes that's what's meant for us, maybe for a little while, maybe forever. But it's so tempting to look around and be like, oh, I need to have a podcast because that's what is the cool kids are doing now. Or, oh, I need to have an online course or, oh, I need passive income, right? All these buzzwords. And I really, to find our enough, I think we really need to ask, where's that desire coming from? Is that our mind trying to, or our ego trying to make something up so that we feel like we fit the conventional success story? Or is that a genuine, like heartfelt, I would even say like divinely ordered desire? And I think sometimes it's hard to tell. This is where our relationship to ourself and knowing, I find that when something is meant for me, I feel it differently in my system. It's usually slower. It's more like um, an excitement that kind of simmers like a nice soup or something. But something that is egoic or my mind trying to have me compete with the cool kids is more frantic, more urgent, more rushed, more like now, like a push. I just wrote about this yesterday. It's like when it's a divine desire, there's usually like an invitation forward or like a pull, like in a certain direction versus feeling pushed or you pushing to try to control or manipulate a certain outcome or strive, drive for something. And you know, doesn't mean that your divine desires can't be intense at times when you're birthing something, but there is a different quality of energy I find that comes with it. And we all have to be in relationship with ourselves close enough so we can feel for that and familiarize ourselves with, Ooh, I think I'm doing that thing where I'm trying to be like everybody else. (laughs) And I don't know if this is actually for me. Yeah. I mean, all like such good points. Cause I think I mean, I think about my own entrepreneurial journey. I feel like anytime I have done things frantically, and it's usually this desire of, so like one of my core things I've identified is this like, I don't know even, I'm probably not going to articulate it well, but this like fear that somehow like all of this will come crashing down. And so mm-hmm. I got to like keep building to get as far away from that thing, right? It makes me like emotional talking about it, but like, and anytime I have come from that space, I can build it, right? So like on the surface, it looks like I'm building and doing all these things, but internally, bad anxiety, insomnia, like bouts of depression, and then it's just not sustainable, like inevitable burnout. Yes, 
What a powerful self-awareness, right? And I think oftentimes we are comparing ourselves to someone else's highlight reel, right? A website can be really sexy, you know, it looks great and it looks like a big deal, but I want to know how is that entrepreneur doing, right? Are you okay? Like, is anything worth it if it costs us that much? And yeah, we might be making, you know, the big deal with the six figures and the six figure, the multiple six figure, the seven figure, like all these, you know, buzzwords. But I want to know how is that entrepreneur doing, right? What is it costing them to have that? And if we can't do that with a nervous system that is nourished and calm, and you used the word contentment earlier, I really like that content. Like, are we, can we relax into receiving and having that and creating that? Then that isn't, that's not interesting to me. Right. So I think that's, in, you know, when we're signing up for things, we're saying yes to people's offerings. It's like, I want to know what it costs them to build that. I want to know what it would cost me to be on the other side of that. Yeah. That's such a great question to ask because if they've built this, but it's come at the expense of their health or relationships. Right. I mean, it's just a question I have to ask myself. Right. Is that the person I want mentoring me? Kind of thing. Right. No one's perfect. Right. Of right. course. Right. And everyone goes through hard seasons, but generally, you know, is that, is, I think it's like a legit question to ask, you know? Absolutely. And we can usually feel it too, because it also depends which part of us is attracted to that offering. Right. And it's easy to blame somebody like, oh, I hired them and they didn't do this, that, or the other thing for me, but we're involved in that. Like we can only be manipulated to the extent to which we are manipulating ourselves. Right. We can feel something's off. We can feel there's a lack of alignment, but we've got to be willing to own where we're attracted to things that are not a fit for us. Right. Is, is that for me? Am I willing to ask the hard questions? Am I willing to pause and slow down and wait for the next opportunity if I don't get a full yes in this moment? And I think something about something you said a few moments ago made me think of like, when we lack trust that will in ourselves and in the cosmos that something bigger than us has our back like we will be provided for we will be protected guided you know supported it makes us make really funky decisions right and where we sell ourselves out i know that i've absolutely done that you know and when i think about retiring my license and clinical practice and saying yes to this next season at first, you know, I hired mentors that were not aligned, but like I didn't know the difference. Like I didn't know what oper- I didn't know I could have the next season in a way that was relaxed and aligned and fulfilled. I thought that I had to hustle, hustle, hustle first, right? I don't know if you ever read this book. I recently came upon this book called The Second Mountain, and they talk about how it's a really great read when we build the first time, sometimes the mountain climb is very treacherous and we're not really taking good care of ourselves. And it is more about the hustle and grind. But then the second mountain is often with more wisdom and insight where we can take the slower route. We can do it in a way that honors us and nourishes us. And I'm like, yeah, with maturity, right? With time, with maturity, like we only know what we know. We can only be as wise as we are. And I think wisdom comes with experience. And with our our aging and our willingness to reflect and witness ourselves and have people in our circle that can be like, hey, are you okay? You know, I see you creating and creating, but like, are you happy? Who calls us out on that? You know, my friends are like, 
that's great, Carrie. I'm proud of you. I'm excited. And you seem stressed. Like, is this the path that works? Like, is this what you want? Yeah, I remember uh, this was probably a a couple of months ago, like one of our colleagues, I remember like seeing this social media post, like, and I forgot what it was like, it was some kind of event they had put together. It looked like an awesome event. And then they posted this thing of like, they're like, office staff like completely like exhausted like at the Mm -hmm. end of this thing and i was like man that's it's not you know i'm sure it was awesome but like it's also such a reminder that we build these things and it takes a toll on multiple levels and we rarely see those sort of like looks in you know definitely and this is i'm just thinking uh when i first launched the abundance activator last year i assigned my queen of operations to make us spa days in increments, right? And she just booked them for us and the company paid for them. And it was part of the birthing of this creation. It wasn't optional. It wasn't an end celebration. It was like, hey, we are taking care of ourselves throughout. And not just me, but the team got to be included in that. That, you know, my right hand, I mean, she was with me day in and day out. And we had some intense days where we worked you know, eight, 10 hours really present to this. And I think this is the other thing I want to bring up here is this is where letting ourselves make money matters. Because if we don't have resources, it makes it more challenging to take care of ourselves, right? And if we're taking for ourselves last, if we are feeling um, afraid to welcome abundance, money, resources to pay our bills, and we're paycheck to paycheck, that makes it hard for us to make certain self-care choices. Now it's not impossible and it doesn't take money to take care of yourselves all the time and all the ways, but let's not pretend that money isn't a helpful resource. And I think when you can have enough and that includes an overflow, right? So it's not just enough to pay the bills, but it's also enough to treat yourself to a vacation, to have enough for your family, to enjoy a nice meal to be able to take your partner, you know, uh, on a, whatever you guys enjoy. I think to me, that's where abundance really is an important resource. It involves helping our nervous system relax. And if we're in survival mode, it makes it challenging to do that. And it also makes it harder to feel for what's true, because if we're afraid, we're not going to be able to put food on the table. We will take that client. That's not aligned. We will say yes to that opportunity. That's not for us. And that's okay, you know, at time. And I I would just say, be honest with yourself. I'm creating this because I need to make X amount of dollars because I got to pay off this card or I got to pay for the mortgage. Or so just tell yourself the truth. Don't pretend it's like some big inspired idea. It's okay if it's about the money. One of my mentors last week was like, You all are here because I wanted a pool. And I thought, How many people do I need to get in this room to get this pool? She's like, And of course, I wanted to serve you. But to be honest, thank you for paying for my pool. And I loved it. I was like, that's so honest. That's beautiful. And as entrepreneurs, we have that freedom. We can say, I want this and I'm going to create this in a way that serves and also helps me. Like you don't have to be absent from that. You can serve and be served simultaneously. Yeah. It's not a either or, which I think is that that thing that often many of us get trapped with, right? Like we have to, in serving others, we have to sacrifice some part of ourselves or you said a lot of really good things. I think one thing that really resonated was so like i mean you know this but like the last two years especially i've done so much stuff on like money work you know like money trauma money shame and 
this is what I've come to realize. Like when you sort of charge your worth, it's exactly what you articulated. You just come, when you have abundance, you come from a place of ease and flow and you're able to make sort of ease and flow decisions as a business owner. But then you're also able to like, I don't know, just be a good model, right? For the people that we mentor as well, Yes, right? Definitely. And the other day I said something and I'm like, oh, this is good. I think I'm going to turn it into a little social media quote, but we have to untie our worth from our wealth, right? And so there's a way that we really link those two and it creates a kink in our system. So yes, I would say charge what is aligned for the, the exchange, like charge what your nervous system is ready to receive. Otherwise you combust when you say that amount because you're not ready to actually receive it because we are priceless. So what we're charging isn't connected to what we're worth or what we are valued. It's connected to the exchange of energy that is most attuned to that that moment and that offer. Um, And that can change over time with ourselves. It can change one week to the next, we could be ready to receive more, right? So the next client that comes in might pay more. And I have some unconventional views around that as well. I find that certain people need to pay certain amounts to actually unlock their healing. Like depending on where they're at in their own journey, if they're not paying enough according to their own system, their level of investment, engagement, and opportunity to receive the gift of healing and the medicine that is being offered is limited. And if they're paying too much and their nervous system is shot and and they're so worried and stressed about making the investment, you know, that's why I'm mindful when I'm inviting people to work with me. I don't want you to have a second mortgage on your house to hire me. I don't even necessarily, some people choose to take out a loan for higher offers, but I'm really mindful. Like, is that the right move? Like, maybe you save and you wait to work with me. Maybe, you know, so like there's care, there's attunement, there's mindfulness involved. Yeah. And I I think you're articulating that really well. I think once we, again, not that we've arrived, but I I just, I, I see glimmers of it in my own journey when you can confidently say no to somebody because you care about them and their well being and sort of the, revenue that would come from them, like that becomes sort of secondary. Absolutely. I think it's Wayne Dyer that says money is a side effect of doing what you love. Uh, yeah. And I love that because it, it says exactly the sentiment you just shared, which is it's secondary. It's like our relationship comes first. And then yes, there is a, a monetary exchange, but first I want to make sure that we're okay, that that this makes sense. And then if it does, okay, what's the energetic exchange for that relationship to to move forward? I, I have like a ton of questions, but I, maybe, you know, I just want to be mindful of time. So maybe I'll kind of wrap up with this one, which is how do you sort of find you're enough, you know, because you're someone that I look up to as a friend, as a mentor, because I mean, how do you sort of navigate that, you know? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would say very intentionally. <laughs> um, and I'm always figuring it out. I'm always navigating it. I'm always letting it reveal itself to me. I think first is just at the baseline, what I value is being in connection with what's true. And so I ask myself as I'm going about my day and as I'm reflecting on my weeks and my months, like 
how do I feel? How is this going? Like I value ease and I value peace and I value family and friends and connection. And like, is what I'm creating allowing for that and aligned with that? And I think if you don't have a North star, if you don't know what you value, if you don't know the quality of life that you desire to have, then you can be a little bit lost. So that's what I would ask everyone listening is what is your North star? Like what, what are your, as Danielle Laporte would say, your core desired feelings? Like, how do you want to feel as you're working? Now we're also human beings. And so we don't always feel good. I'm not one to say, follow your bliss. Cause it's not always blissful. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes, you know, it's intense. So we don't want to be immature in that regard, but generally speaking, if we took a snapshot of a period of time, is there contentment? Is there truth? Are you living what's true for you? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Carrie, uh, I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for our friendship. I know you have a, you know quite a bit going on. Uh, but again, like I feel like you're very intentional with everything. I know that you have the abundance activator. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that. That oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to share about. It's my latest creation. The Abundance Activator is actually my membership community where therapists and healing entrepreneurs come together to heal their relationship with receiving. And so it's abundance sometimes confuses people, as I mentioned at the beginning, where they think it's just about making more money, but it's about aligned cash and clients. Right. So we have live sessions where I do healings and help energy align with the reality of life and what it would take to become the version of you that is receiving what is for you. And uh, we're having a blast. I'm just so moved by the therapist business owners that are really ready to get into alignment and to soften and to realize that they don't have to be somebody else uh, in order to have what is there. So they don't have to use somebody else's formula. So this is not a formula. This is not from the mind. This is a very intuitive, energetically oriented space to be the version of you that is becoming and to have community support and my guidance along the way to allow that to happen. Uh, you are one of our advanced teaching workshop uh, mentors for our mastermind. And I remember the our colleagues like raved about you. And, and yeah, so I mean, and I got a glimpse of that. And it was just, just the way that you teach and the way that you sort of weave in spirituality and sort of holistic living and a holistic perspective mm -hmm. on things. I think it was, I mean, you're such a gift to gift to others. Oh. And uh, I'm just Thank so grateful you, for you. Thank you so much for having me and for seeing me and uh, receiving the way that I work in the world. I think we're very similar. So it makes sense that we have our paths have merged and we get to uh, support each other. Absolutely. Carrie, uh, thank you again for this time and uh, have a great rest of your day. You're so welcome. Hey, can I share the, I want to do something special for your audience. Um, oh, coupon code. Oh, yeah, let's <laughs> do it. So um, the price will be shifting for the uh, Abundance Activator soon. So I want to offer all Selling the Couch listeners the current rate through the end of 2022. Um, and registration opens and closes. So depending on when you visit, you might get on a waiting list. You might come on in and join us immediately. But the coupon code I want you to enter 
if you heard about the activator from here, is selling the couch. Perfect. And will that be all one word? Yes, all one word um, at theabundanceactivator.com. And I know you'll have show notes and all that good stuff, but I'm excited to welcome you guys. That's true. I thank you so much for that that coupon code. I mean, I'm so grateful. And uh, I know that folks that are listening are going to benefit so much from it. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me, Melvin. You're so welcome. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Carrie. And especially if you're in a season where you are trying to navigate this, this tension of like what is enough for your business. I hope that today's podcast session has been really helpful for you. Just to even be like fully transparent. I maybe it was a little bit embarrassing, but we basically like I, I made around I think $2,400 or something a month when I was a postdoc. And this was 10 years ago. And we pretty much like live on around that amount per month. And kind of like, basically, we live on one income and sort of invest the rest of our income. And so I've been asking this question a lot, because like, neither one of us, like Susan or I are like big spenders, and we don't need like a lot of stuff. Honestly, we just prefer a really simple life. And I just like my daily routines, my naps and my daily hikes. You know, I do spend like a bit of money on like making sure I have like proper hiking pants, but it's about like the big, big expenses that we have, you know, and I realize the privilege of that. But I've been asking this question because like, you know, we intentionally sort of bought a modest house and hopefully we'll have that paid off here in the next couple of years. And so it's like, these are big questions I've been asking because I realize any business as it continues to grow, it brings with its own stressors and challenges. And though you may have the financial rewards, uh, the question I've been really sort of navigating and asking myself is, do I want the complexity? So I hope that today's podcast session has just been really helpful for you. Carrie mentioned the abundance activator, and especially if you are in this season where you are trying to figure out how to receive abundance in a way that is holistic and intentional. I encourage you definitely to check that out and be sure to put in the promo code selling the couch, all one word, at checkout for for the pricing that, that Carrie mentioned. I wanted to wrap up with just sharing a quote from Gary Keller, who wrote the book, The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. This book is one of my most favorite books. I, I think it's one of the top 10 books I think every therapist, entrepreneur should read. But there's a great quote in it, which is, and it's, it hangs on my quote wall, which is not as fancy as it sounds. It's actually a bunch of post-it notes with inspirational quotes that's like right next to where I'm recording this podcast. And when I have like moments where I'm just sort of reflecting and wanting to look at lessons and stuff like that, I just look at the wall and try to pick up stuff. This quote is on there, which is, work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls, family, health, friends, integrity are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will be irrevocably scuffed, nicked, and perhaps even shattered. Have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next time. Bye. I wanted to invite you to download the free online course guide if you are thinking about launching an online course and just want some things that have been helpful uh, for me and some of the tough lessons that I learned along the way. You can again download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. 
And as I mentioned right at the beginning, we're actually starting a live cohort called Online Core School. This is a great opportunity to join with other therapists to validate and launch and record your online course. The best way to find out about this and to keep updated when the core launches is to download, again, the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business, just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.